Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Stores, and welcome to Matt's Planning. On today's episode, I have an expert who I'm very excited to talk to about a topic that I feel is very important for people to learn more about. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in. Hello, Matt. My name is Rory Shaw, and I am an expert on taking care of a diabetic cat. Excellent. My understanding of caring for a diabetic cat is that it's not too unlike caring for a diabetic human. As we know, diabetes is a glucose imbalance in humans and other animals, and it requires testing and injections. I remember friends in high school who had diabetes who would have those little test strips. They have those for cats as well. And it's basically you you do a little pinprick and then get the blood out and then it'll tell you whether or not what the blood sugar level is. But with cats, what you have to do in contrast to humans, you have to mother cat them. So you have to put your mouth on their neck, stretch it so they feel like they're being carried by their mother. And then you can prick them on their paw or wherever you would want. <laughs> Some people pick prick them on the nose. You're not supposed to do that. But I've, I've seen that done and I'm like, I don't know if that's an appropriate thing for to get the blood out. You said yeah, it's unfortunate. Some of the most famous cats in history have been diabetic, such as a Grumpy Cat. A lot of people don't know that Grumpy Cat was diabetic. Yeah. Also Scar from Lion King. Okay. Be Prepared, famous song, is actually about making sure that you have your test strips available and with you at all times, because you want to make sure that you have a good understanding of where your blood sugar is at so that you can usurp the throne if given the opportunity because if there is a stampede you got to take advantage of that stampede and a lot of people's background with cats in general tends to be with garfield garfield not a real cat but but scar is scar is absolutely scar historical figure lions that's the thing about diabetes diabetes can be in any mammalian species. So dogs can get it, cats can get it. Sure. A lot of mice and rats in New York City have diabetes. Famously, Pizza Rat. Pizza Rat has diabetes. At All the very least, he has diabetes. At the very least. And people are like, oh, the rats and everything, oh, they're diseased. Yeah, most of the disease is just diabetes. It's not necessarily that they're carrying like rabies or anything like that. It's just yeah. they just have that glucose imbalance. And so with Garfield, for instance, a lot of people are like, oh, Garfield hates Mondays. And people are trying to understand why Garfield hates Mondays. And the issue is Garfield famously loves lasagna. A lot of simple carbohydrates in that, not a lot of complex carbohydrates. Very, very calorie dense spikes the blood sugar and he basically can get that anytime but when he has to get his testing to start the week the hardest part of the week is to do his testing on a monday to make sure that his blood sugar levels are at the appropriate level and he gets his injections on that day and that's usually not included within the cartoon uh, there are a couple panels where garfield does get some injections but they kids don't like needles famously. So but he like, lives with Odie and his anxiety is up. So it's, if your anxiety goes up, that's hard to do too. Exactly. So that it's just a whole sort of dynamic that could potentially be difficult for people to recognize and appreciate the seriousness of it. They don't want to have too many serious Garfield panels, but they 
missed out on really informing the populace, getting them an avenue into understanding how pervasive diabetes is in felines and in other animals besides human beings and how it can be cared for. So that is most of what I know about caring for a diabetic cat. Basically, probably would want to get a good amount of healthy treats and mindful treats for the cats, mm-hmm. good bedding, good stuff to care for them in a way that is a little bit more mindful than what you would have for just a regular cat, I would assume, trying to be really cognizant of that. Based you on you, good bedding, I think, for all cats. Yeah, know. yeah, good bedding. But you also want to have something that's potentially washable, a little bit easier, maybe something that is like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. And I want to make sure that you understand that kind of building that bond, because especially if you are having to provide injections, you kind of have to build that trust based on what you've heard so far about how much of that would you say is accurate? If it's on a one to 10, maybe I'll give you a, maybe a five on that one. Okay. A five, a solid <clears throat> five. Okay. Yeah. But if it's like an A to Z, then maybe an L. Okay. I do like, like an L. I'll take the L. Yeah. Uh, so what is your background What with diabetic cats? Well, I, I cared for a diabetic. My cat got diabetes when he was nine. Okay. And for two years, we went through it and and we he got into remission because I, I took care of him. I did all the steps. Fantastic. Which is, yeah. I've ne- I have never heard of the <laughs> putting your mouth on the neck thing. Mm-hmm. You, you've seen humans do that. Humans put their mouths on the cat's neck to stretch out the fur. I have. And <laughs> I, will, I will say I have done it myself. That's not. That's Okay. Yeah, and you think it wouldn't be effective, but it is. If you need to trim a cat's claw, it is a way to do that. Oh, I have, yeah. yeah, yeah. So well, that's weird. I've seen the the toys where it's like you put the groomer brush on your tongue and you groom them with the tongue. That's a little too much. Both yeah, of I, I haven't I haven't gone that far. I've yeah. I've had that in my cart before, but then I've talked myself out of it. Yeah. Yeah, same. And you don't even have a cat, do you? That, that would be a weird purchase for you. Well, not anymore. I've had cats in the past. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I guess for, first, if you have a diabetic cat, it's not the end of the world. People think it's, I mean, it's a disease, right? But it's a totally manageable disease. And when I first, when my cat was first diagnosed, my cat, Valentino, he, I, when they said injections, I was thinking you were putting injections like right into like a vein or something. I was like, there's no way that that's going to happen. But it just goes, a lot of people think that, that it's going to go right into the skin. It's just right under the fur. It's just mm-hmm. enough to get it mixed in with, with the fur. You, it, you, it doesn't go into his body. I um, see. Yeah. So that's, that was like a, that's a, a, a big point there. And then the diet. Yeah. The diet, you, you do have to watch this diet. You were right on the, the low carbs. So it should be like no carbs, no grain, high protein diet, mm-hmm. which I think is good for anyone. Really. I think that's good enough. Like his grains are grains are gonna make it make that sugar spike. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And human treats are good. Little deli meats every once in a while are are good. What, uh, uh, what kind of deli meat are we talking here? He would he 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 enjoyed boar's head. Okay, boar's good head, boar's uh, head. Regular turkey you can't don't get the honey turkey. Obviously, you don't want. Oh, what about the smoked turkey? The smoked turkey also has sugar in it. So you know, oh, okay, okay, yeah. roast beef. Roast beef okay. is fine. That's pretty good. And yeah, lasagna would definitely be something to avoid. Absolutely. Uh-huh. With the boar's head discussion, you just reminded me when I was in high school, I would bring boar's head sandwiches. I would get the smoked turkey. And I remember one of my friends who had diabetes, like I would just pack on the meat and then I would let them try it. And I realized like, oh no, I 
and then they would test their blood sugar and they would always spike. And I'm like, I I never realized that it had sugar in it. So I, yeah. I, I have a, I have a, a sorry to send to somebody now. Yeah. Well, well, if they didn't know themselves, really, that's not on you. Yeah, true. True. Yeah. And as far as like checking the thing, like I'm not good with, like I said, I'm not good with needles either. I'm not good with blood. So there's a lot of people that get obsessed with checking their cat's levels every hour. If you go on some of these Facebook group pages, for mm-hmm. diabetic cats, I would avoid that altogether because they are just obsessed. They're like, well, if you're not checking every hour and what are you doing for your sugar baby? They call them sugar babies and it drives me nuts. You know, I just go on there occasionally for advice, but they're they're obsessed. You, do, you don't have to do it's not going to change hour to hour. And a lot of you can prick the cat's ear and get a mm-hmm. little bit of blood. But now that they have this thing called a freestyle Libra and same thing with hu- humans, it's just a little a device that you kind of they shave a part of the cat's neck or back attach it to and they give you a little monitor and you just you just scan it throughout oh, the day. Wow. Yeah. And so that's much easier than than uh, pricking the ears or the, the gums or anything, which is great. Yeah. And that's you basically make the cat into a cyborg in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. He is pretty good. It's like, yeah, ro- a little Robocop, a little mm-hmm. Robocat running around. But yeah, that's the the main thing is don't don't freak out about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you clear on how your cat developed it or was it just kind of like an age thing? Just diet was kind of imbalanced or. Well, he's obsessed. Here's the, yeah. If your cat, first of all, the signs, like if you have a cat that is all of a sudden has just dropped weight mm-hmm. um, and it, but is ravenous all the time. That, that's how I could tell he was hungry 24 hours a day and, and he really dropped his weight. It was his age, but it was also, he's obsessed with gravy. Like if you, if you, for years and years, you get these fancy feasts and things, not to knock fancy feasts, they're fine for the first couple of years of a cat's life. But that gravy in there was just going to screw with their, their glucose. And, and as they get older, they're, that's what, that's what exactly what happens. They, they develop diabetes and other problems because of it. So, so when you're, when you're saying gravy, you're not meaning like the gravy that would be in lasagna spoken like as an Italian. That's the ragu. Sauce. That's the ragu. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, uh, but, it's like, so you, you can get a choice of pate. Pates okay. don't have gravy and they're lower in carbs. But the, the the chopped up one is like, hey, now in its own gravy, like an au jus or something like that. That's where that's where it gets bad. I see. Okay. I was always pretty much pretty consistently a dry cat food person or dry food with like supplemental of like little snacks and dogs, peanut butter, and then cats, a little bit of meat. Yeah. So we was so I was giving him a couple injections. Five was it five milligrams that we started with? That sounds mm-hmm. like a lot. It does but, sound, but yeah, but, micro. Actually, he started with seven. He he he, his his sugar levels were high. Okay. You want to keep a cat's levels in between like eighty and one forty, mm-hmm. and his levels were almost five hundred. Oh wow, yeah. that's so high. Yeah, so twice a day he'd get to an injection right under the fur of like 0.7 milligrams, and then after the two years we dropped it down to one shot a day at like 0.5 and he was heading right towards remission so that's great yeah it was great so he, he gained his weight back he got his energy back and yeah it is a totally treatable disease and yeah that's the goal is to get in the, in the, in the remission oh, that's fantastic and then ha- once were you followed by i presume like your veterinarian right so yeah. you brought him in and did you have pretty consistent appointments with the vet or was it more once you got kind of a handle on it, it was like, okay, you come in with, there's a problem. I, I would bring him in every 
every other month just to be okay. sure. That Freestyle Libra thing lasts about two weeks. Okay. Uh, and so we do that. And if the numbers were good and consistent for two weeks, that you could last another maybe five, six weeks doing the same diet. Then I'd go in, we'd get another one put on just to monitor again. Um, yeah. You can do it at home, but there's no way I'm going to shave my cat and glue this thing to his neck. I'm not, that's, I'm not doing that. So, so yeah, we, we would do that every other month. Okay. Fantastic. How, what was it like for you having to go through and do that on a daily basis? Like, did you think it kind of adapted your relationship with them? Oh, hundred percent. I, and, and it happened right at the start of the pandemic too. So it mm-hmm. actually gave me something to focus on for, that, for two years. Yeah. Which was nice. And at first, here's here's how stupid I was, though. <clears throat> they were like, well, you got to do it 12 hours apart, right? So if you do it at whatever noon, then do it at midnight. And I, I gave him his first shot they, at 5 p.m. So in my head, I'm like, oh, now I got to get up at 5 a.m. every day and do a shot. But you can change that. You can miss one shot. So after about a month, I was like, wait, I can just start, start at 11 in the morning and do it 11 at night. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it gave me like, bookends for the days to to do it and eventually he you know and he even knew when it was time he would hop up on a I have a table here or a ledge in my kitchen where he would hop up and that's easier to do if you can get him up to your level rather than squat down on the floor right Uh, but we had a routine and it yeah it was great really helped out oh now my now my other cat is on top of my laptop okay come on are you yeah oh yeah one that's that want to be focused on them well did you have your other cat at the same time or is the other cat newer no, uh, no well unfortunately the cat that had diabetes passed away from um i'm sorry something else. yeah right when he went into remission so no so they never met but now oh, i got okay. this, little, this little rapscallion running around mm-hmm. so if he ever get his sugars ever go low i got it yeah you're you're ready to go yeah, yeah that's it that it sounds like a a skill set that a lot of people wouldn't necessarily it, it's something it feels like it, you carry with you, you know what i mean like you can Definitely. kind of yeah yeah and now if i have a friend who has a cat and they're as diabetic and they're going vacation and they need someone to just pop in and do an injection i i can do it no problem the first time i was freaking out i really was because the doctor just gave me a prescription for insulin and a, a box of needles and it was like good luck and i was like well i'm no doctor but i'm no doctor you know right like, what yeah do what do i do yeah what do i do so i watched a bunch of youtube videos and I made my own YouTube video that that people can watch because most of the videos I saw were just like doom. They were either doom and gloom or they were just like so boring and just like, make sure you monitor this and make sure he needs this and that. And it's like, it fills you full of dread, like these Facebook support pages. Just do it at your own. You'll find a rhythm with it like we did. And, and it doesn't have to take over your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's, I think that that's a really good positive thing because a lot of Similar things that I've seen where people have like some sort of chronic condition and the way in which they present it is so they want to get the information out, but that you, they can't detach it from like the sadness or like the, the, the gloom, as you, you said, yeah. and being able to put it like, Hey, this is just how it, this works. And you don't have to be worried. I think would be, yeah, I, I bet a lot of people have found that really helpful. Good. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. So the videos out there, but. Yeah. Excellent. If people wanted to learn more about you or learn more about this topic, where would you recommend that they go? Well, they can go to my YouTube page, Rory Shaw. I have the videos up there and some of my other work. And they can always follow me on Instagram at Rory's Rangers. That's Rangers with a Z. And find out where I'm performing and stories I'm telling and things like that. 
Absolutely fantastic. Rory, thank you so much for joining me today. I feel like I learned quite a bit. Good. And and Scar, hopefully Scar gets the help he needs. Absolutely. I think I think diabetes is the least of Scar's worries. I feel that there are some personality things that maybe therapy could help as well. But what a uh, singing voice. What a Truly, voice. truly what a singing voice. Rory, thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. Thank you. My name's Matt Stores, and this has been Matt's Planning.